Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello, Andrew. Hello there, Edwin. Wake up. It's Friday. Here we are. Here we are. End of the week. Hurtling towards the end of another week. I know it seems like it's going faster for you since you only got to be involved in two conversations this week. It's like you started and then it's over. Well, hey, here we are. I got to say, as we get started, August 19th, special day around the Roberts house. That's uh, that's Aaron's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Aaron. 17 today. Woo. That is hard to believe. Hard. Yes. <laughs> but yes. happy birthday, Aaron. Well, happy and birthday, Aaron. I hope you have a great day at school. <laughs> I hope you're I hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Julie can pass it on to her. Yeah, so as we're uh, wrapping up James chapter 3 today, before we get into that uh, discussion, I want to remind everybody that Sunday is coming, and we'd love it if uh, you're in the Tampa area, come out and worship with us at Livingston. I want to direct you to our website, www.christiansmeethere.org, for all the pertinent information. Come on out. Absolutely. Today, though, let's... Ra- <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Today, though, let's wrap up James chapter 3. Would you read that last paragraph in James 3 for me? Yes, sir. James chapter 3, verse 13 from the New King James Version and following. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast against and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. The last statement reminds us of the Sermon on the Mount, blessed are the peacemakers, Mm -hmm. for they shall be called sons of God. Yeah. Being sons of God is the idea of being like Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the ultimate peacemaker. Yeah, the son of God. He came, and in his body on the cross, he made reconciliation for all things in heaven and on earth. He is the ultimate peacemaker. When we are peacemakers, we are sons of God. Yeah. We are following in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. So yesterday on the program, I know that you and Peyton were talking some about uh, demonic wisdom. It was kind of dark. the demons, yeah. Hard to talk about. Uh, we see evidence of that kind of wisdom in envy and self-seeking or selfishness. You know, I thought it was interesting, uh, hearkening back to the second chapter of James, you have demonic faith discussed there. Yes. And now you have demonic wisdom here in chapter 3. And the contrast then in both places is this faith in James 2, you know, a saving faith, a genuine faith. And here a wisdom that needs to come from God. It's interesting to me that you brought up the chapter two, because what I notice between this discussion of wisdom and the discussion of faith is that how do we, how do we know we have faith according to chapter two? Yeah, by our works. By our works. It's demonstrable, isn't it? How do we know we have wisdom according to chapter three? It also seems to be a list of works, doesn't it? Well, not only that, but listen, 
Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works mm-hmm. in the meekness of wisdom. And he's going to tell us what kind of works here yeah. in a minute. But he just straight up says it. Your works show your faith and they show your wisdom or lack thereof. Well, you know, we were talking last week, all right, in those episodes pertaining to James 2, that faith in our day and age is often defined as like mental assent. Right. You know, some decision you make in your mind, a decision for Christ. And there's more to it than that, as James 2 shows. The idea of allegiance and actions that follow from it, all that's involved. Um, You know, maybe similarly with wisdom, it's not just a a mental ascent, I guess. Well, well, of course I'm following the wisdom from above. Of course I'm wise in God's eyes. Really? Where's the fruit of that in your life? Or are you deceiving yourself? And, uh, you know giving place then to demonic wisdom, just pursuing selfishness. How do I know when I am pursuing godly wisdom based upon what this chapter, this paragraph says? We knew the demonic wisdom because we've got envy, right? we've got selfish ambition. James points out that when we have those things, it's going to produce disorder and every vile practice. I have to say, I appreciate your comments about liberation theology. Mm. I mean, that is taking self-seeking, honestly, and and just wrapping it up in some type of holy garb. It's a bit insidious. It is. And it is, it is, it's making headway. Yeah. People are buying into it. And I think I understand why, because of course, in eternity, there will be that liberation. The thing that we need to understand, we find this throughout the Gospels, when Jesus says, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free, there it is, yeah. liberation. However, when they ask, what do you mean? We're, we're Jews. We've never been enslaved to anyone. He starts talking to them about their own sins. Right. He doesn't start talking about liberating from the, yeah. from the Romans. He doesn't Roman. say, what, can you guys not see that you're enslaved to the Romans? I'm here to set you free from the Romans. When you, when you know the truth, you will be set free from the Romans. Mm-hmm. And all the oppression that they brought against you. No, it's their sins. Mm-hmm. What, what folks today misunderstand, especially when they get into the liberation theologies, is that they believe that the salvation and the deliverance that Jesus provides is salvation and deliverance from all the sins that everybody else has committed against me. Mm-hmm. What Jesus is offering is salvation and deliverance and liberation from all the sinning I've done against everyone else. Yeah. And I have. And it's, it doesn't matter that I can find someone else who sinned against me more. I need freedom from my sins. Well, and, and I think part of the deception, too, is the idea, of, and when I take the authority and when I have all the power, well, then, of course, I will rule justly, and I would never abuse that power against anyone else. Which has happened so frequently as power has flipped back and forth from different people. There there have always been people who finally took power, and they did it right. Yeah, I know. And so we, we need to trust God with the power, right? You know, there's a lot of flaws in our constitution and in our government because it because it comes from men. But I, I do like some of the genius of the founding fathers is that they were trying to devise a government that would at least dilute power <laughs> into different branches because they understood, look, power is corruptive and power gets abused. And the people trying to put that thing together had suffered the abuse of power. They didn't want to swing. They were the trying pendulum. to avoid it. 
yet trying to avoid it yet and yet here it we, happens yeah yet it happens yet even here with we all are. the human attempts <laughs> to stop it godly wisdom though what what do we find about godly wisdom in this passage what does it look like what kind of works when when it's demonic wisdom it produces disorder and every vile practice but godly wisdom brings about what? Well, I, you know, it starts with this list here. It says that it is pure. Pure. And uh, to my mind, I go back to the first chapter of James when it talks about if you want wisdom, you need to ask for it. But beware, because you cannot be a doubter or a double-minded man. That is the opposite of the purity. Uh, in our search for wisdom, it needs to be genuine. It needs to be true. Um, and perhaps some of that division might be the divided motivations behind it, you know, whether it is about self-seeking or not, or seeking the glory of God. But we've got to start there that we genuinely want the wisdom from above. It is first pure. It is then peaceable. It's not about wars. Now, that's going to be a big deal when we move into chapter four next week, because the very next thing he's going to hit on is the fact that they have fighting and quarreling among them. Mm -hmm. They have some of this demonic wisdom that has asserted itself in their midst, and he's He's wanting to correct that, but it is it is peaceable. We are peacemakers. peacemakers. We are not warmongers. We are not folks who are mm-hmm. quarrelsome and embattled. Yeah. Even when we disagree with people, we're supposed to come at it with gentleness and meekness. In fact, uh, the ESV, the next one is gentle. What is, that, what is yeah? It? It's also the New King James. Does it, it say gentle, gentle there? Yeah. That, uh, you know, and I appreciate that. I think about the example of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is bringing all the wisdom from above, and yet how was he among people? He was gentle. You know, he the the bruised reed he did not break. He was about healing and mending, and that's not to say that there's not a place for judgment, but. Uh, Tremendous patience on the part of the Lord with his people. Meekness and gentleness is not the same as weakness. Mm-hmm. This is not about having purity and being peaceable because I can't do anything else. It's not because I don't have the strength to take up arms and to fight against my right. oppressors or to to stick it to the person who has stuck it to me. It's not because I don't have the ability to do that. It's because I the, the strength that I have, I bring under control and I submit to God and I pursue God's ways rather than my own, recognizing that when God wants to give Give me whatever it is he wants to give me. He'll do it on his time. Mm -hmm. I don't have to go take it for myself. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm thinking about David. God had promised David he was going to be on the throne. And what David said is, I'm not going to take my hand against the Lord's anointed. When God wants me on that throne, I'll get it. I'm always impressed with that because the counsel that David's advisors were giving him in that cave is, look, the Lord has given him into your hand. Take it. And there was one time when we that we see in scripture where he was he had gotten fed up he was going against it that's when that fool nabal yeah. will not share with him and abigail abigail stops him short saying look when you get to the kingdom when you get on the throne you don't want to look back seeing that you tried to take it into your own hands mm-hmm. the meek the gentle i'm leaving it in god's hands does that mean that i might spend more time being abused absolutely which I think is one of the reasons why Jesus, in his model prayer, has the statement about deliver us from the evil one. Mm-hmm. Deliver us from the evil one, the devil, but even the evil one in my life who would take advantage of the meekness, the gentleness. It's a good prayer. Now, in the New King James, the, the next uh, uh, statement here is about uh, willing to yield. 
willing open to, to reason, open is to reason, the English standard. So there is a humility that goes along with godly wisdom, the the uh, understanding that I don't have perfect understanding, and a desire to continue to learn. Paul had said in Philippians, let your reasonableness be known to all. The concept is the th- that's behind that word is I don't have to demand my way. Mm. So willing to yield is, is a great explanation of that. It doesn't have to be my, my way. way. I, I'm open to, to listen and to work together. Again, that's going to remove disorder and vile practices. So we've yeah. got willing to yield, open to reason, full of mercy. Okay. is What's the New King James say there? Yeah. Full of, mercy full of mercy and good fruits. Full of mercy and good fruits. Compassion, love. Mm-hmm. I, I think of the fruit of the Spirit, right? Vis- full of mercy. Remember what is pure and undefiled religion? Visiting the widows and orphans in their affliction, visiting mm-hmm. those who are in need. That's mercy. Yeah. Mercy is meeting someone in their affliction, providing for those needs that they have there, which even ties into the faith of chapter two. If yeah, someone that's right. comes to you and says, I don't have food, I don't have clothes. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. just say, go be warmed and filled. You show mercy. You practice yeah. mercy and the good fruits. Yeah. Uh, the next one in the New King James is without partiality. The ESV just says it, impartial. 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 Which, I mean, that's where James 2 started, wasn't it? With yes. Our, with our case study about two people coming into your assembly. And your judgment, mm-hmm. judging with evil thoughts. He says, don't have partiality as you hold your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. When we have... It's, it's sinful, right? Think about what this says as he as now we read back to chapter two, what he's just said about this earthly wisdom. When we have the wealthy person come into our assembly and we're partial, mm-hmm. that's demonic. That is demonic. So impartial. And then the last one? Yes. Without hypocrisy, I think is what yours said. Yes. And mine just says sincere. Okay. Sincerity. So we're, we're, we're going to have, that goes back to the purity, the discussion that you brought up earlier about having the single-mindedness. I have the right motivation. I have the right action, mm-hmm. the right mm-hmm. motivation. And the, what this produces is a harvest of righteousness sown in peace yeah. by those who make peace. Well, God is not mocked. We will reap what we sow. Absolutely. <laughs> so if you want the, the harvest of peace and righteousness, that's what you've got to sow. So we've either got... Disorder and every vile practice coming from earthly, unspiritual, demonic wisdom, or we've got a harvest of righteousness coming from peace with godly wisdom. And God's wisdom is not uh, just a, a ethereal floating out there. I believe his wisdom is tied to his word. Yes. James chapter 1, that he has given to us. We need it implanted in our hearts, and we need to do it. Be we need doers to hear of the it word. and do it. Yeah. Which is how we demonstrate our faith and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't you pray about that for us? Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for your wisdom and revelation for Scripture. We pray that our hearts are open, Father, to your word, that we would receive it with meekness, that it would be implanted, that we would be hearers, that we would be doers. Father, we desire the wisdom that is from above. We ask you for it. We appreciate, Father, that you're going to teach us by your word. We appreciate that there are some lessons of wisdom that we are going to gain only by clinging to you through times of persecution and trial and hardship. Father, uh, each day we know is in one sense a blessing from your hand. In another sense, Father, it's going to have troubles and troubles all its own. And so whether, Father, this day for us is a, is a good day or a difficult day, help us to trust that you are with us in this day, and we commit ourselves to being with you. We pray, Father, that our lives might show forth the faith and wisdom that attests we truly are walking with you, and keep us to that end. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. 
I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.